Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. I'm G. And I'm Lena. And this is a podcast about navigating the best and the worst period of your life. Your 20s. Join us as we discuss personal stories, lived experiences, and chat to you and others about this wild part of life. Woo! (laughs) Hello! Hello! Welcome back to another episode of 20s and where to find them with Lena and Georgia. (laughs) Overemphasizing Lena's name because she forgot mine last week. (laughs) Called me Joy. (laughs) For some reason. Well, it was more of a... (laughs) Maybe I'm just really joyful. I bring you so much joy. You do. (laughs) Seeing you is the highlight of my day today. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of highlights, Lena, what is your highlight for this week? Um, My highlight for this week was dressing up for a gig. I feel like I haven't done my makeup, Mm -hmm. straightened my hair, put on a cute outfit where I feel really sexy and hot in a very long time. And just the joy that that has brought me was enough to be the highlight of the week. I love that. Yeah. I want that. I feel like I haven't done that for ages. I, yeah. I've just, most of my weekends lately have been like going on hikes to prepare for this walk and I feel grubby and dirty and attacked by leeches. So <laughs> I'm, ve- I'm very much looking forward to the next um, excuse I have to do that too. Yeah. But that sounds good. And because they're so rare, it makes it a bit more special as well. Yeah, yeah. that's right. What about you? Um, mine was catching up with some old friends that I used to work with. We're like a group of four girls and we don't see each other super often, probably like every couple of months, but we're just like, we're quite different, but we also just like click really well. And I think every time I see them, we have really stimulating conversations. Um, and it's really nice. Like I always leave with that feeling of like, Oh, we get on so well and we have like similar values and talk about cool shit. So that mm. makes me feel good. Those are my favorite type of group mm. um, get togethers where you just, yeah. you leave and you're like, damn, I have some really good people in my life. Uh, yeah. 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 And we always go to the same Chinese restaurant because we're trying to conquer the menu there. I love that. <laughs> Which is just kind of like fun. And how are you tracking with that? Um, good. My friend actually writes a list. So one, it's really like, efficient when the waiter comes over and she's like here's our list of what we're gonna order and she like reads it off and they're always like whoa that's impressive I'm like yeah high performing lady and we will eat it all <laughs> and we will eat it all yeah it's always a lot of food which is also a good thing um and I reckon we've we've got it we've got it takes a little bit of time because obviously we have like favorites so want to like reorder some of the yeah. same things but um we're also just like yeah making our way through different ones yeah, it's good. I kind of want Chinese food now. Mm, it's good. Yeah. Good bougie dumplings. Bougie dumplings. Mm. Mm. Good shit. What about your low light? So also apologies to Lena for last week. I just blabbed over her low light and we never got to it. Um, so that wasn't me consciously being a bitch <laughs> to you. <laughs> but, um, it's okay. If we can just impart some less negativity in this yeah, world, it's a right. good thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, but my low light is about being a woman. Sometimes it sucks, mm. but my pill prescription ran out and I needed to go get a new one dispensed at the pharmacy. And so 
now it's all automatic because of telehealth. Yeah. So you get the token on your phone. And I was like, yep, I've got the token on my phone. Mm. Off I go to Chemist Warehouse in the suburb that I live in. Um, all happy and giddy that I'm getting my pill prescription. <laughs> um, and then I get there and the code has expired. And I'm like, oh no. And so I asked the Chemist Warehouse that I go to, I was like, is there any chance on your file that mm. um you've got the prescription there and you can see that i'm i have another repeat yeah and the lady said that chemist warehouse doesn't actually communicate between each other and you have to call the one that you got it dispensed at and i was like <sighs> but i don't i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember the one that i got it dispensed at and so i called my doctors and i was like can they just reissue yeah. the prescription and the lady at reception was like, oh, you're going to have to come in and have a discussion with him about that. And also, we're no longer bulk billed. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to pay $30 out of pocket for you to reissue a mm. prescription that I'm allowed to, I'm entitled to, because I have yeah. two, three repeats left on it. Anyway, um, I ended up finding out what chemist warehouse it nice. was, um, because I was like, there's only like two others there could <laughs> be. Um, so now I do have my pill again. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for contraception. Um, but it's just such a hassle. And that was my low light. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I thought you were going to say that the e-scripts was down because I went to try and get my prescription filled for um, my ADHD medication the other day. And the lady was like, oh, no, the e-script thing is down. And so I couldn't get it done. Luckily, I like wasn't. I hadn't run out, but Mm. it was annoying. (laughs) Exactly. It's just annoying. Same with me. I hadn't run out yet. Yeah. But I was like, I'm just going to be really productive and get on top of it and proactive. Nah, that just bites you in the bum. Yeah. Now watch me run out because it wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) What was your low light? My low light was a man in a cafe being so petty to me. Mm. So it was on like the public holiday weekend and we'd just done a walk training walk thing and all I wanted was a coffee and a takeaway sandwich and this is like a town that has like and it's like one of those like little country towns outside of Melbourne that has like five different cafes yeah and I just walked into this one and I went up to him I was like oh can I have an almond latte and before I even finished my sentence he like cut me off and he's like we don't have almond milk and I was like okay do you have like soy or almond mi- or oat milk and he was like yes and I was like okay I'll get a soy one and he's like what size do you want and I was like oh just a small is fine and then I was like oh also do you do your chicken and avo and then before I finished that sentence he was like we don't do takeaway for sandwiches it's a really busy public holiday and I was like okay well I'll just go some I'll, no and then I made the mis- the mistake mm. in quotation marks of being like oh well how long's your coffee wait then and he was like oh it'll just be 10 minutes and I was like oh okay well I might just go somewhere else then and then I left and then he, he was just like well if you can't even wait 10 minutes for a coffee and then started having a go at me and I was like it's not really about the coffee it's about the fact that you're not doing takeaway sandwiches nor do you have the milk I want so I'm, and you're being really rude. Yeah. So I'm not going to give my money to you for being rude for something that you don't even have that I don't want, like for something I don't want. Yeah. So I just went to the next cafe and it was fine. But he was really mad because he thought I was being petty about waiting 10 minutes. Mm. And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. That person seems to have had a chip on their shoulder that day. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I think is kind of a good segue to what we're talking about today. <laughs> 
Which is we're doing our second Lister pod because mm-hmm. it's the end of the month and I hope you guys enjoyed that one last time. So we're going to do things today, things that make us feel small, mm-hmm. just like that petty man made. Yeah. Tried, tried to make me feel he didn't exactly. succeed because I left and didn't give him my money. So. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just to clarify, we say make you feel small in the sense of like mentally, mm. not physically <laughs> yeah no physically that's quite fun i yeah, like looking at the moon and being like wow i'm a tiny ant but no this is like <laughs> this in, is the not so good one yeah in terms <laughs> of like i think it's a common thing in your 20s to be in like these weird situations where you flip back and forth from being like having to be a responsible adult or being the youngest person in the room or the workplace and so i think it is quite common to for other people to make you feel a little bit petty or a little bit small sorry um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do yeah. a list of those things. I'm today. excited for this. Like, <laughs> I quite like my five, and this time I counted <laughs> properly. <laughs> okay, my first one is when you're at a party and you know that the boy you like is going to be there, and you're chatting to him, or even if like you see someone at a party and you're like, oh yeah, they're really attractive, I'm going to go talk to them. Um, and then you're having a conversation, but then somebody else comes along and uh, maybe you think that they're more attractive than you or something like that. Like something about them makes you feel not so good about yourself. Um, and then you see that the boy that you were talking to is now more interested in that person that's come along and you're just like, well, I'll just go fuck myself. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and that makes me feel really small. The amount of times that that has happened to me is... <laughs> It's quite shocking. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's that's not fun. No, no. <laughs> I feel like especially if you're like talking to them and you can see them like looking over at someone else. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> My first one is a little bit different, but um, it's around people assuming you have no life experience of value or depth just because you're young. Like I feel mm. like. There's a lot of, this is like quite common in a workplace where maybe it's your first like adult full-time job or something and people just like, you know, make you feel small or dismiss your ideas because they're like, haha, you're so young. You like, don't know what you're doing. You don't know. Like I've, I've had like 20 years experience in this. And it's like, sure, experience gives you like a lot of things, but being like young often gives you different things like fresh yeah. eyes, creativity, mm. um, like a youthful perspective. Exactly. You're not jaded and bitter. (laughs) No, that's happened to me so many times and it happens now that I'm in this new role at work Mm. and I get told things and I'm like, yep, I already know that Mm. and I understand and I know you're only telling me this because you think I don't know anything Mm. and I just, I don't like the underestimation of our generation. Yeah, yeah. Or when people like make comments of like, oh, like, you just must be like on your phone all the time because it's like generation Z and like millennials are so lazy. It's like, no, no, we're just different. (laughs) We're just different, which is fine. (laughs) It's fine. I'm sure you were different to your parents too. Guys, not lazy. No, just can't afford a house. (laughs) That's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine actually segues very nicely Mm -hmm. into that. My second one is that when my efforts aren't recognized and this has happened to me so many times where I like to consider myself a really hard worker Mm -hmm. and I will put 110% into whatever I'm doing 
and I don't get recognition for it. And that really makes me feel small and a bit useless and a bit like, why am I even bothering? Yeah. And it irks me even more when people that I know are not working as hard as me and then get recognized for the one good thing that they do <laughs> and then get a promotion or get like, you know, a job offer or something like that. And that just really annoys me. Like I get praise. Mm. I get like, oh, you're doing a really good job, but I need you to show me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, that's what makes me feel small is like the undervaluing mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, I don't know about you, but sometimes in those situations, I've felt like all I've wanted is for someone to say thank you. Like for someone yes. to be like, thank you so much for working hard. That made a difference. And then when people don't even do that, I'm like, that makes me mad because that makes me feel like, oh, that's just what we expected you to do. And we're not going to recognise that you went above and beyond. Yeah. And they don't say thank you. And I think I don't need like a big like grand gesture. But if someone goes out of their way to be like, thank you, you worked hard. That made a difference. That's that. That's all I need. That's that all goes we need. a long way. It goes such a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And I always want to, I always want to like tuck those away. And this is something my dad has repeated to me often about workplace stuff. Is like, just remember that that's not how you want to be managing people when you're in charge of them yeah and I do agree with that (laughs) it's true yeah I think recognition and recognizing when people do a good job that makes people feel big Mm. not small not small (laughs) yeah my next one is very specific go on but it's a funny anecdote so I wanted to include it so when I was 21 I went on a tour (laughs) (laughs) of course you did yes (laughs) and the trip leader was probably like in her late 20s like 29 might have even been about to turn 30 and one night we all had a big party and there was a lot of drinking she just totaled herself which one is like a bit of a weird look when you're like kind of supposed to be the responsible adult but anyway no judgment not much um (laughs) but she wrote herself off and she was on a this was in a campsite, well, in Norway somewhere. And she climbed onto a roof of a cabin and then she fell off. And very luckily she didn't badly hurt herself. But I was one of the few people that was probably on the more sober side. I probably wasn't completely sober, but more sober side. And she just like grazed herself a lot and we just wanted to like check her over. At the time I had first aid qualifications yeah. and all that jazz from my part-time job back home. And I like wasn't pretending that I'm like a paramedic or something, but I was just like, you know, looking after her. And she says to me, she was like, what are you doing? You can't look after me. You're so young. You probably don't even know who the Spice Girls are. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, never have I felt so small by my music taste. And also, of course, I fucking know who the Spice Girls are. <laughs> Wasn't born this year or under a rock. <laughs> and also, I'm helping you. Like, stop it (laughs) and she just didn't want me to help her because I was like eight years younger than her even though I was being more responsible and it was simply because I didn't I apparently didn't know who the Spice Girls were because I was a baby the hypocrisy I know (laughs) she sounds like the worst I wonder if she's still touring Surely not. It's I been don't five think years. So. <laughs> 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 now 
Maybe she stopped after that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My next one is also really petty and it shouldn't make me feel small, but it does is when my students give me dirty looks because I've told them off. (laughs) (laughs) Or like whisper to one another and give me dirty looks, like clearly whispering about Mm. me and giving me dirty looks. It makes me feel so small. And I'm like, Lena, this is your job. This is your job. It's not against you. It's just against the fact that they've been caught for something they've been doing wrong. But it makes me feel so small. There is something about teenagers giving you dirty looks that is really intimidating. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like, I am not a teacher, but I I often think, like, I couldn't teach because of that reason. Like, I think (laughs) teenagers can be mean. And, like, we were mean as teenagers to teachers. And we forget that teachers are people and that doing shit like that, even if you are, like, a kid and they know that, they know that it does make people feel small also teenagers can be kind of scary I feel like the area I live in has a lot of teenagers and they often like I don't know whether it's just because like I'm like in trackies and they're like buying Yochi in like $500 (gasps) jeans or something but they just like eye me and I'm like no I've ascended (laughs) I've I am superior (laughs) I have ascended above (laughs) needing to wear makeup and jeans to get Yochi at 10 p.m don't you dare side eye me for looking like crap when I get my frozen yogurt. But the worst <laughs> is that they're always in packs. Mm. And I think that's also the intimidating part. Yeah. They're always in packs and they like side eye you. <laughs> and it's just like, no, I am an adult here. Yep. I am 10 years older than you. I am more financially <laughs> stable. <laughs> I don't Just live at home. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> get my yoji in my trackie. In conclusion, teenagers are scary. Please don't hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> uh, my next one is that makes me feel small is, um, and particularly if I'm feeling in like a sensitive, insecure kind of mood, is when other adults, often older than you, ask you big questions like, when are you going to buy a house? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. When are you going to get a job? What, what have you, what's your plan for this year? Or like, you know, I, are you going to get married soon? Or um, I was talking to my partner's sister and she's saying now that she is married, she gets a lot of, oh, when are you going to have a baby? Mm. And I think questions like that, depending on my mood, go from either just irritating me to making me feel small and like I'm incapable of having my life together which sometimes I'm not like sometimes I don't know what I'm doing next week or other times I have big grand plans and they change and that's life but it it always makes me feel a little bit small when people like oh what's your plan for the year well it's just rude it's like why does it matter what my plan is like what's your plan for the year (laughs) yeah Henry I don't know that just sounds like an old person's name but it's not Sorry to any Henrys out there. (laughs) Pulled it out of a hat. (laughs) No, I get that. I really get that. My one is always like, why don't you have a boyfriend? (laughs) Yeah, that's a shit one. That is a horrible (laughs) one. I hated that when I was single. I remember once I went to a wedding when I was single and feeling quite insecure about it. And someone was like, do you have a special someone in your life? And I was like, no. No, I don't, Margaret. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I don't want to talk about it, frankly. Piss off. Because <laughs> it's just like that undertone of like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's the undertone of like, oh, you don't have your life together. Oh, poor thing. Anyway. 
Anyway, I agree with that one. Mm. That is a big one. Mm. My fourth one is, and this is just, I need to go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) um, Is being told I did something wrong because I equate it to failure. Mm. So when I, even though it's meant as like constructive criticism, or sometimes it's just not, it makes me feel really small because I'm like, I did it wrong. And now it means I'm going to do everything wrong. And now it means I fail. I Mm. fail. Why did someone give me this responsibility? I hope you know that deep down that that's not true. Yeah. But I do – that is definitely something I'm also working on. I think I, I, I am getting a little bit better, but I used to be so, so bad at taking any kind of criticism without making it feel like I a failure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely find that one relatable. Yeah. I just feel like I need, it to, I need it to be told to me in a way that's like, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> like I need the I need the praise. You need the compliment sandwich, right? I do need the compliment sandwich. <laughs> I am one of those people. Uh, so am I. Yeah. Um, my next one is when people make judgments or assume things about identities or things or conditions that you have or you experience, but they don't know that. And then they make comments about it. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, if they know that about me, are they also going to judge me? Mm. So I think this might be an experience that's, like, relatable to people that I don't know if you have, like, a different a different a like non-heterosexuality or if you're neurodivergent or disabled or like all sorts of things like that where you know you can talk with someone and they might be like those bisexual people they just can't make up their mind about what they want and yeah like ah um, um. <laughs> and like varying on my mood and the context I think sometimes I'm in a mood where I'm like no, that that's wrong and I will call it out, which is more often than not my mood. But I've definitely been in like a power <laughs> dynamic uh, with a, a someone I used to work with and they were a lot older than me um, and they made a comment about them thinking that someone had Asperger's mm. from where they were speaking. And one, that was just like a horribly ableist comment. Absolutely. But two, it made me feel like really small because I was like, oh, you don't know that I'm neurodivergent. Um <laughs> And if you're making like judgments about what those people can and can't do, then that makes me feel tiny. That yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I think that that's a that's a sad one. <laughs> and then I also felt like bad because I didn't because of the power dynamic. I didn't know how to call it out and be like, that's the wrong thing to say. Mm. You, you shouldn't say that about people. Yeah. Um. And then so I felt like shitty about that as well. Yeah. That made me feel small. My next one is <sighs> again sad is being the biggest or the fattest person in a group of girls and that is something that has made me feel small since I was like maybe five years old and it's never anything to do with the people that are around me the people that Mm. are around me aren't doing anything they're just existing yeah um but for example I went away on a weekend um with some girlfriends and I was the biggest one there Mm. And I was very, very conscious about it and it made me feel self-conscious. And I was just like, sometimes I wish I could just not (laughs) be. Mm. Thank you for sharing that one. No worries. It's very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, And I think like, I know you you prefaced that one with like, it's sad, but I think it's something that a lot of us feel, whether it's the objective truth you know lined up in a row Mm. of girls or whatever it is you know obviously that has nothing to do with your worth as a person but it is hard to remove those judgments from yourself and I think 
yeah i i've yeah it's it's hot so thank you for sharing that one no worries my next one is negging (laughs) negging makes me feel small so for those that don't haven't heard that term before which i think most i think most people would know that i don't know if it's an australian term though i haven't heard it since i haven't heard it anywhere else except for here okay well basically it's like when someone gives you a compliment that isn't really a compliment it's like Mm. a it's a insult disguised as a compliment yeah so for instance someone else i used to work with once i came into the office and i said hi to them and they said hello to me and they're like oh what are you doing today and i was like oh i'm going out um for dinner after work for my uh partner's sister's birthday and they're like oh is that why you look so nice today (laughs) and that made me feel like it's big like so small because it's like fuck you (laughs) okay one i was wearing shit that i always wear so i was like i i always look like this but do you not think i look nice the other times and two like it's just a shitty compliment it is the worst it is genuinely the worst you're telling me i don't put effort into like or i don't look like i put effort in other times um and just, I'm sure we've all been on the receiving end of like, it's a very like mean girl thing. It it's is. like, oh my God, I love your skirt. <laughs> God, I hate that. Why is that on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. My last one is actually to do with that. And it's the same thing. It's like backhanded compliments. Mm. Um, but from men. <laughs> mm. And mine has always been related to my hair and my glasses yeah (laughs) I have naturally curly hair and it's happened to me multiple times where past boys that I've been seeing Mm. exclusively have said oh you're actually really hot with straight (laughs) hair and then that makes me question like do you like me better with straight hair like is this is this like what and then another is oh you're actually a lot hotter without glasses fuck you (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i I have no words (laughs) nah i know i that is very relatable i i still remember to this day this was over 10 years ago now because it was when i was in year seven this boy that I had a crush on, I came to school and I had straightened my hair and he was like, wow, straight hair looks amazing on you. Your hair's really pretty like that. And he'd never, ever complimented on my hair before. And because I'm the same as you, I have very naturally curly hair. Mm. And that made me just like doubt my, not my natural hair. Well, that's the thing. Or the other one, which I think is particularly male, is like when guys go... Oh, I really like girls that don't wear a lot of makeup. And it's like, no, no, you like girls where you that wear like a natural looking makeup. <laughs> you don't like girls that don't wear a lot of makeup. Like if you could see what like most of us look like, like uh, no shame. Like I, I often don't wear makeup. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like, no, we look different because I've g- met people and I've only met them wearing makeup and then they've seen me for the first time without makeup and they're like, Oh, are you okay? You look a bit sick. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because my eyelashes aren't painted black. 
Surprise! I think these people mean well. Mm. I think that boy in year seven meant well when he said your hair looks nice straight. (laughs) I struggled to say that the boys I I was seeing meant well. Mm. But it, like, it fucks with your brain. Yes, or it's like guys that you sleep with and they go, I've never slept with a girl that wears glasses before. It's kind of hot. You're like, that's not a compliment. Compliment. I'm like satiating some weird fantasy that yeah, you've got going on. Exactly. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Or that that like movie with a moment where they take the glasses off the girl and they're like, "Wow, she's beautiful." So that it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Shit. And that makes me feel like that girl. And yeah. I'm like, that's horrible. It is. I just realised that we both have curly hair and we wear exactly the same glasses too. Yes, we so do. we can satiate all your fantasies. <laughs> Double trouble. Where is this episode going? These list ones are just chaos. Every time. Speaking of chaos, I've somehow written six instead of five. Well, good. That was my last one. So Was that also six? Yeah. Fuck. Just bad at counting. (laughs) So the last one, in a similar vein, I fucking hate it when people say... I don't get what you're about or I don't get you. That makes me feel very small. Like, one, I don't know if you've ever experienced this or maybe it's just me, but um, once I was at a, a party and I was there with my best friend and um, she's, like, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but she's also, like, just better at small talk than me. She's better at just sort of, like, fitting in with, like, I guess with, like, the stereotypically, like, cool conversation mm. you know she can talk a bit about nothing whatever i'm not very good at doing that i'll often like i i thrive better on like a one-on-one environment or like having a deeper conversation with someone quite quickly and so sometimes in like a bigger thing where i don't know a lot of people i might be a bit quieter or like not really getting on the jokes as quickly and stuff like that and this one guy and i also happen to have a bit of a crush on him so i feel like that, that did make me feel smaller as well he's just like sat next to me he's like I don't really get you. Know, I don't really get what you're about. Like I don't get you. Like you and Rach, you and Rach are really different. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, mm. that is. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, like, like what, do you what want do me you to pull out my uh, um, biography? Uh, like, yeah. would you like me to read my you? user manual? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> mate. I don't know. Why don't you ask me some questions? I don't know. But it was just. Really, it made me feel so small. Like, it's like a. It, it felt like he was saying you're not very fun and I don't understand why people hang out with you. <laughs> I don't know if that's what he meant, but that's how it made me feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> so. I can, yeah. Yeah. In conclusion. It's, it's very much like people not giving you the time of day based on like a short interaction with you. Yeah. Or or it's, it's when you feel like you don't connect with someone. Yeah. And then rather than just like going and talking to someone else or – not staying in contact with that person after the first time you meet them or whatever. It's instead of doing that passively, it's saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you, you know, there are some things it's like, there are some things I just don't need to be told. No, like, like you don't need to tell me that you find me boring yeah. or that you don't understand me or that you no. don't have any interest in finding out. Like it's fine. Yeah. Like I don't need to know. No. And that's not constructive criticism. That's just calling me boring. It's just me. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that concludes 
I'll list. I really like this. This was very therapeutic. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I got very angry, but also like told some funny stories. Yeah. Feels good. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that yeah. piece of chaos. I think they're my favorite episodes to record though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're like they're a lot of they're a lot of high energy. Yeah. All right, do you have a recommendation for the week? I can't roll my R's. I really a wish. Recommendation? That's you're just showing off. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Um, is to buy yourself the thing you've been wanting. My cowgirl boots? Okay. <laughs> Backstory on this. G sent me a picture pictures of some cowgirl boots that she's been eyeing. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, Okay, one yuck. But <laughs> two what are you going to wear them with? And I've asked her to show me three different outfits that she already owns that she would wear these cowgirl boots with. Has she done that? No. Therefore, no. You are not allowed to buy that item until you've shown me those three things. Thank you very much. <sighs> Fine. But in saying that, <laughs> um, buying yourself the thing you've been wanting, I say that in terms of I go for a triage in my brain being mm. like, do I actually need it? Will I wear it? Um, and do I have things in my wardrobe? that would suit it if it's yeah. a clothing item. Um, but if you're still thinking about it like two weeks on, I think it's a sign that you should probably buy it. Yeah. Um, and like, it's okay to buy something for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I like doing that when I feel like I need a reward for something. Like if I've yeah. worked really hard towards something at work or a personal milestone, mm. I try to like buy a nice thing for me sometimes. Yep. And that's what I've done. I mm. bought myself the bikini bathers I wanted and nice. I bought myself the dress I wanted. Nice. Because I was like, Lena, you've made it through week seven. Nice. You're doing good. Would the dress go well with cowgirl boots? It actually or the would. bikini. <laughs> the bikini would also go well with the cowgirl boots. I could mm. see it. Yeah, maybe you should buy them. I'm not buying and them. Lead by example. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll buy them. What's yours? Mine is um I feel like it might be a little bit of a useless recommendation because I'm not sure if you can still get tickets to it. But I went to the Roan exhibition in Melbourne recently, which is this artist Roan. He uh, takes over like abandoned spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has an exhibition on in Melbourne at the moment at Flinders Street Station in the like rooms above the station. Mm-hmm. They're like kind of old. I think they might have been offices once upon a time. And it's a heritage listed building and I have a feeling it's going to be redone eventually, but he's like taken over the space while it's run down Mm. and he's set up all these like amazing scenes that reflect um, the industries that were happening in Melbourne in like the, uh, after the second world war in like the early fifties. And then you can like walk through them and it's also like this, he's a street artist. So there's like big murals of like women on the walls as well. And you can walk through the scenes and the attention to detail is crazy. Like he hand placed like cobwebs. Like it looks like it's abandoned. Um, So it looks like the idea is like people just like got up and left. And then it's been there for like years and years. Mm. Um, And yeah, like he hand placed like the dust and the cobwebs. And he like picked out all the items from, yeah, that time to set up these scenes. And it's, it's honestly one of the best art exhibitions I've ever been to. So if you can somehow manage to go, if you're in Melbourne... Um, would definitely recommend alternatively if you can't get tickets would recommend looking it up online or there is a free installation room that he did downstairs from it on street level 
Upland Street Station that the city of Melbourne paid for that's like an abandoned newspaper shop. Cool. Yeah. So if you, you can go in that one for free. So mm, I yeah, like that. Do that. I like free things. Yeah. It's yeah. a good recommendation. Yeah. Challenge. Mm. Challenge me. Mm. <laughs> um, your challenge this week and my challenge this week is to not put ourselves down. I think you and me both have the habit of being mean to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we need to stop that. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I think it's a good one. Yeah. So I think just kind of catching ourselves when we're like, I'm so stupid. No, Lena. No. Silly, yes. Fun. Fun. <laughs> but not stupid. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. It's hard though. Mm, and it's hard. Or like maybe keeping track of it. That could be also quite good. Yeah. Mm. Good idea. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Excellent. We will report back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much. We hope you have a beautiful week and we will speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded at the Victorian State Library on Rwandri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. <laughs>